Hi, welcome to podcast episode, I really don't know. Let's talk about something. Jackson, go ahead. 366. Okay, 366. 366, baby. Go ahead and start, Jackson. Uh, yeah, sure. So this week, we got some new information on the Gerard, the completionist case, uh, scam case. You guys remember that from a few weeks ago where... I, actually, I don't think you were here, Andrew. But yeah, I, was you not, I was about to say no, I don't, because I was yeah, not here. Wasn't it just last week? I might have been. No, it was a week before. It doesn't matter. It was it a few was weeks. Definitely ago. when I wasn't here. Okay. Yeah. So you know the completionist, right? Massive YouTuber. I've heard bits and pieces of this through Twitter feeds. Um, so completionist, big YouTuber, and apparently collected money for a charity that never went to a charity. That's the gist, right? Yeah, that is the yeah. gist. Yeah. So okay. from 2014 through to 2014 through to 2023, he hosted a like a, cha- a charity event called Indyland each year, uh, which benefited a charity named Open Hands, which was a charity set up in the honor of his late mother who suffered from Alzheimer's. Um, it was set up by him and his father, I believe. I don't know how uh, he's he's listed as the president or something on the charity, right, Charlie? What do you mean listed as the president? Like he's listed as one of the founders or something. He he is like high yeah, up it, in it, the charity. It is their it's their charity. Yeah. It's, the, it's their family's organization, but yeah. I, I see a lot of defense going around that he doesn't know. He doesn't. He's not like that closely affiliated with the charity. I've seen like people say that the family is the one running it, not him. Who is? I haven't seen that anywhere. That's a ridiculous statement. He is part of the family. They they run it together. Like uh, his brother's also on there as well. I've seen it as a potential defense. So anyway, to continue continue with the story though, uh, basically from 2014 to 2022. Two, they uh, ran this IndieLand event, which raised money for Open Hands. Each year would bring in like between eighty thousand and a hundred and ten thousand, like a lot of money, a lot of money each year. With the premise or the pretense that the money was going to obviously charity, so it would go to Open Hand charity, and then it, they would pay you know Alzheimer Research Foundations on behalf of you know the donations. So. Uh, that's what the assumption was for people donating. That's what the assumption was for sponsors sponsoring these events and stuff like that. And it was recently uncovered by two YouTubers, Carl Jobs, as well as some ordinary gamers, Mutaha, that the money has been <laughs> fucking hoarded, like Smaug would hoard gold in, in, in Lord of the Rings, basically. It's just been kept in some kind of bank account for the last 10 years, about $650,000, I think. Um, is apparently being kept in a bank account according to their tax filings from from um, the last 10 years. So they're not actually donating the money and it all blew up in the last few weeks and uh, the, the completionist basically came out and said he found out about this last year in 2022 um, or maybe 21, I, I don't remember, but a while ago and he said he had been trying he's uh trying to get it fixed up um but that that doesn't matter because earlier this year or something he he hosted the indyland event again and did the exact same thing saying that like the money was going to these charities and stuff like that to all the audience members and then it still hasn't gone to the charities yet which is fucking insane so there's like six hundred fifty thousand dollars hold up in an account somewhere potentially and we don't know how much more has been popular by the family. Sorry? Didn't you say they only spent like 10 grand a year or something? Like a small amount? 
Well, yeah, the expenses were like ten grand a year. I, I believe those are administrative expenses oh, that they've okay. operational that they've no- costs. Yeah, operational expenses mm-hmm. that they've noted on the tax filings and stuff. Uh, but that doesn't obviously in, like that doesn't have anything to do with the six hundred and fifty thousand dollars that is like just kept in there. So, mm-hmm. are you caught up now, Andrew? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, no worries. All right. So the 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 difference. What's changed since two weeks ago and now is Mudaha, some ordinary gamers, as well as Carl Jobs have put out another video and they've basically shed a whole fuck ton of more information on the matter that makes it look a lot more nefarious. So on top of the indie land stuff that they've, that this uh, open hands and completionists have been doing for the last 10 years, they've also been doing a golf tournament. In, in real life for um for money basically another another charity event that is that is held to benefit the open hands organization it says it all over the, the signage and stuff like that as well as the website and it is hosted by the gerard family which is the completionist family so it's all tied together and basically these events pull in about another sixty thousand dollars a year or so between forty thousand and sixty thousand dollars is what i saw just in corporate sponsorships like you know corporations would pay money to get their uh, logos on signs and stuff at the event and so this has been going on for the last 10 years and all of that money has vanished it is not well, on just the, it's well, not on the well, yeah vanished is not the right word they haven't reported it so it's it's impossible to say oh, that may as well be vanished <laughs> what do you mean well, like, <laughs> vanished it, only on the books though like they could still very much have that money somewhere it's just they don't report it which is illegal do you know where it is? Does anyone outside of the Gerard family know where it is? <laughs> Stuffed in yeah, a mattress. Maybe in his mattress. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But, okay, so they're not reporting it on the, on the uh, you know, the tax documents. So for all intents and purposes, that money has vanished to the, you know, the IRS, the proper authorities. Ah, so we don't yes. know where, we don't know where it is, but... Uh, it's likely that the Gerard family has either spent it or is stockpiling it again somewhere else. Regardless of whatever the situation is, this is a, entirely like fucked up. Uh, this is this is like pre- I, I think Carl Jobs said that this is pretty much just inherent like criminal. It's a criminal case now <laughs> that this they have like they have not done their due diligence with with reporting at the very least, and at the best case, uh, they are they are stealing this money. So that's where we are with the golf situation. And then on top of that, they are also accepting uh, money from, what's her name? What's the, what's the woman's name? Uh, The big actress that was commonly show up on, on their streams. Um, Oh fuck. Mm -hmm. Charlie. I don't remember her name either. I'm sorry to tell you. (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis. Someone in chat said it. Thank you. Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, so she 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 has her own kind of charity, from what I could tell, that kind of deals with the same thing. And she was donating an extra like twenty to forty thousand dollars a year between twenty sixteen and twenty twenty two to the open hand um, open hand. What, what is the know, charity? purpose of this charity? Uh, to make Gerard rich, like, I think. No, I, I think that's no but like publicly, what's what specifically? What kind of charity? Like, does it go to disabled puppies in Palestine? No, it's, it's an Alzheimer's a, research charity. Yeah, dementia, oh, you're right, right. Research dementia okay. and stuff like that. Because their mother, the, her, Gerard's mother, uh, sadly passed away from Alzheimer's, and they set up the charity in her honor, which is like. 
So, like, at, at a standard level, just removing that element, like, if this was just a typical charity scam where they hoard money and then, like, you know, buy yachts and shit like that, like, fair enough. That's, that's fucked up. I think I figured the whole thing out. I know exactly what happened. So, it's yeah. not a charity for Alzheimer's. It's a charity run by people with Alzheimer's. <laughs> and they just kept forgetting to donate the money. Yeah, I wonder if that would be a defense, a potential defense they would use. No, I don't think it would be. <laughs> I don't think that would be a, a very good plan for anyone involved to say. At all. <laughs> How fucked up is it, though, to set up a charity in your mum's, your deceased mum's name, who died of the thing that you're crusading against, and yeah. then not spend a single cent for it? <laughs> that is so fucked. So have they been, have they been reported? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Carl Jobston and some ordinary gamers have put out a call, basically, with a link to to the authorities and asked the audiences to put in, you know, the tips to make sure that this gets looked at. Because I, I don't, I guess oh, there's God, no way to directly call up, to call up the IRS and demand a investigation for yourself. There just has to be enough noise, maybe. I don't know. No, I don't know how the, that works. you can definitely do that. Do you not remember when they were handing out rewards, like literal headhunting? snitch on e-girls and you get paid reward if you submit a tip to the irs that was like a thing set up by the irs to like directly do that well that's not what a sting is it was i think they still have it do we have a total figure mm -hmm. for the amount of money he's stolen though like overall well okay so the first amount was six hundred fifty thousand, just from the indie land stuff i think that's mm -hmm. what's reported on their irs reports their, their tax documents that you can look up and find for yourself. And then on top of that, let's say an average of, I think like $30,000 a year since 2013 on the golf stuff. Mm. It could have been, I, I think it could have been earlier. I think it could have been like 2008. It's been running for a while, that golf tournament stuff. So I don't know how much that is, like another $300,000 maybe. And then on top of that, it's Jamie Lee Curtis's money that she's been sending to them, which is another like $20,000 a year. Let's be really generous with the figure. Let's say it's one and a half million, right? Oh, that's, that's, I don't, I think that's pretty high, but maybe. Well, no, if it's 600K sure. plus 300K plus another potential 300K, that's what, 1.2? I don't think 1.5 is, I think it's definitely the absolute top, but I don't think it's totally unreasonable, but it's, it doesn't matter for this let's analogy. Let's just say a million. Let's just say a million. Yeah, let's just say a million. Okay, fine. One million. Is that a large enough money for the IRS to reasonably really give a shit? Like, really want to yeah. get into this? The IRS cares about literally any mis yeah. like they do reported finances. No, 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 they do. It's just I don't know if the amount of money is enough for one report for them to go, okay, yeah, we'll we'll do a huge amount of work into this. I think that's why they need many people to say, hey, do something about this, do something about this, do something about this. You know, if we I'm not if, sure. If one person went to the IRS and said, hey, I've got 30 million, 50 million, 100 million in tax fraud or what have you, then they're going to go, oh, my fucking God, we got to fix that. But if it's just one million, you know, for the government, that's a small amount of money. I'm not saying they shouldn't do anything. Of course not. But I, I think it would easily be something where they'd say, yeah, OK, mm. yeah, that sucks. Boohoo. We got bigger things to actually, like, really look into. We'll send a guy in three months, you know. My friend, you are very naive if you think the IRS doesn't look into small-time fish and fuck with the little guy and only goes after rich people. 
We can test this. Let's put out an anonymous call onto Kaya that he's misreporting <laughs> his bank, uh, his tax reports oh, for a hundred dollars. Oh, that'll be great for him. Having recently immigrated to the country, it'll be amazing. <laughs> and also a history of uh, run-ins with John Wick Two enforcers. <laughs> Dude, I, I already rant and ramble about the fucking IRS so much. It's I don't need mm -hmm. any more trouble. Thank you. <laughs> right, you're you're like on a wanted board in their head offices, probably. <laughs> I've been, you know, this weekend we, um, my wife's coworker invited us over to spend some time with him and her wife, uh, his wife, and they have kids. I, I think the boy was like six and the girl was like nine and she wanted to play school or zoo school where she sits down all of her plushies and like teaches oh. them math and whatnot. Well, you know, I sat down and I was a red bear called Kilgrim and I taught her a little bit about the IRS which probably won't <laughs> stick, but, you know, I'm out there preaching, teaching the kids, you have to pay your taxes, but you don't have to be happy about it. <laughs> what a hero. Yeah, she's <laughs> nice. Thank you. Might fall on deaf ears, though, Kaya. She's kind of a fucking idiot if she's teaching math to a stuffed animal. Like, they can't learn math. No, she was adorable. They gave us mad baby fever, though. I mean, just playing with those kids, it was so much fun. Just how easily entertained children are. Because we come on the show and I think from time to time, all of us have like insecurities of, are we entertaining enough? And then you meet like a four-year-old boy and all, you know, he just like sits down on the ground, goes into a fetal position and says, spin me. And then you just spin him like a Beyblade and he just, he laughs his ass off. It's so much fun. Can you practice your podcast material on them and see if it does well? I don't think they would like me practicing our material. <laughs> that audience. We need we need to test all of our podcast material on children to make sure it's good mm -hmm. enough. <laughs> For like nine-year-old girls. If you listening to the show right now have kids, have them listen to a clip of your Turn favorite moment and send it to us and tell us if your kids like it. We need to know. Yeah. That's like still one of the common messages I get now is... Uh, People going, I really like your podcast, but do you have to use that foul language? And it's like, well, I mean, I've been doing it for seven years mm -hmm. at this point. It's, you know, can't really yeah. change just because. Yeah, I don't think I'm capable of not swearing. I think it's just, it's like, you know, second nature, which is why I'm afraid to have kids and stuff like that as well. Because I, I, it, it's just natural swearing, saying fuck. I know. Shit. And I do think I do it too much sometimes. It's swearing in itself is a form of communication. It adds emphasis and emotion to what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. You think swearing will just yeah. kind of like swear words, like the swear words that we grew up with, like being scared to use or whatever, like the, you know, fucking shit like that. Do you think that's just going to disappear in the next like 50 years in terms of like the, the impact of that's saying already it? Happened. Like kids won't be afraid? That has okay. already what? happened. The word shit is becoming culturally acceptable. And throughout the internet, people don't care if you say shit and fucking all that. What has changed is slurs, no matter how minor they are, are becoming very unacceptable. Even the ones what? that back in the day would be considered lighter. <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? Like that, I mean, maybe the internet, but like you still can't say shit on TV. Yes, you can. South Park had very, an episode very... had 139 times they said it. What do you mean? I was literally about to just say wow. that okay <laughs> yeah, fuck? But could you have made that episode in the 80s no could you have made it in the 70s no it's gotten Andrew, that way wait, wait, i'm wait. saying you're saying that it's becoming much more like acceptable across the board when it's not it's still very fringe cases like south park is what i was saying 
how is South Park like, French? Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's an exception. It's not like you're going to go on like a news broadcast and hear them say, "Well, this shit just shit. went crazy over in the, you know Delaware." Yeah, but who the hell watches like news broadcasts? They well, have like yeah, 14 viewers and one no, of them is Andrew's my point was that grandma. shit is like totally fine now. Like it's not, not a big deal, but it's still the same way. Let's put it this way. If you walk into, uh, if a kid walks into a classroom, what I'm saying is if a kid walks into a classroom and says shit in front of the teacher, are they going to be like, is it going to be some kind of yeah, punishment? Yeah, it's still going to be a problem. Like yeah, it'll still be a problem. 100%. The teacher's probably saying it on TikTok. Yes. Well, I, I that's no, totally no. different. <laughs> Where are you? Where like kids are just not okay with saying shit or fuck or scared of it. Wait, what? What? I just, I, I don't know. I guess we live in different parts of the country or something. I agree with Andrew. Where do you live where, like, yeah. you think children grow up still n- thinking that shit is a naughty word? It's not about what people think. It's about, like, the mainstream. Like, you're not going to hear shit be That's used in a Disney think. movie or anything. Mainstream is what people think. It's decided by the role of the people. Like, which one is actually naughtier right now? We've said shit like 100 times by this point. Nobody cares. YouTube isn't going to penalize it. And that's Andrew's point. Nobody cares. (laughs) Shit has never been a bad word for us to say. (laughs) Yeah, what's happening here? The thing I was fighting is Andrew's point that shit is like totally like... Can we break this down? There's like four different arguments happening right now. Jackson just made a great example. Shit has never been a bad word for us to say. If this show was on television, it would be. But not... In recent years, but not in recent (laughs) years as compared to the past. You have adult networks, you have late night programming, and you have premium cable that all say swear words with reckless abandon. You have HBO Max, you have Peacock, you have all those services where you can swear all you want. That didn't used to be a thing at all. That was not a thing you could do. You were not allowed in the 50s. You were not allowed to show a toilet. You were not allowed to show men and women resting in the same bed on TV. Now you can do that all the fuck you want. Doesn't matter. You can show people taking a shit as long as you don't explicitly show the shit. Standards are more lax now than they've ever been. And they're only getting more lax. Words like damn and piss and shit. Uh, I just did a video on cartoons that were removed from the airwaves. Literally banned. And one thing that happened was the show regular show on Cartoon Network said the word pissed. A children's cartoon on a children's network said pissed. That would never happen, ever, in the 90s. Never happen in the early 2000s. But it's happening now. And eventually, words like fuck and shit and piss and damn are going to be fine. No one's going to care. But slurs are gaining more weight, more power. We used to throw around anti-gay slurs in the 90s like nothing. We've talked about this on the show. When you describe things, you said, oh, that's so gay. Oh, that's really fucking gay. When you didn't like it and you used the F slur like nothing on the internet, everywhere, everywhere. But now we call it the F slur. Things have changed. And we don't mean fuck. Yeah, we mean the one for gay gay people. Culture has shifted and it's only shifting more in that direction. Regular profanity is becoming acceptable. Whereas slur-based profanity is not. I've watched entire documentaries on this. I think there's one on Netflix called, like, The History of Profanity, the Nick Cage one. They talk about how, as mm. times have gone on, words about class and uh, cleanliness used to be swear words because it was seen as the worst thing in the world to be unclean and ungodly. 
So you'd say, fuck, oh, sex is dirty. That's a bad word. Shit, oh, poop, that's dirty, that's a bad word. But now we don't care about that stuff. What we do care about is racial bias and prejudice. So slurs mm -hmm. are becoming the bad words that you can't say, because that's still a bad thing. But now no one's like, oh, the worst thing in the world is if you haven't taken a bath. No, the worst thing in the world is if you're racist. So those words gain more power. <laughs> Could you go? Could you go Completely into like a classroom agree. though when you were growing up? Like, say you were like eight years old, and could you say to your teacher, "Oh, this homework's so gay." I don't think you could do that then. Yes, either. I did that all the time. Yes, you could. You could say it to a teacher. Absolutely, she would probably yes. say, "Don't say they don't that." Give a it, fuck. Look, okay. Here's the difference. Back then, if you did that, it would probably get a "Oh, don't say that," or "Oh, that's that's not okay." If you say that right, now, yeah. everyone's gonna turn around and go, "What the fuck was that? What's wrong with you? That was gross." Yeah, true. You will lose your changing. livelihood for, forever, probably. You could be 40 years yeah, old and it would pop up one day that you said it. Yeah. yeah. No, one day it would still pop up. And people <laughs> would go, oh, you said this word on a fucking TikTok. Here. I remember being True. a kid. Jackson, you have to remember back like... No, Chris. Even just like 15 years ago, it wasn't this bubble-wrapped culture of everything. Oh, no, that's offensive. And yes, yes, we have yes, to be yes, inclusive. Blah, blah, blah. I remember having like a little tiff with a kid in my class when I was like, I don't know, 12 or something in German school. And I called him a slur. And he was like pointing at the teacher going, well, he's fucking with me. He said that word about me. And the guy, the teacher just looked at us and said, well, so call him a slur back. And then he used one for directors <laughs> in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny well, that says so that's much about you I, like I, there's so much character development right there <laughs> i have another relevant example to all of you that happened in our lifetime call of duty lobbies okay. we look back oh, yeah. at, with nostalgia at old gaming lobbies when everyone was saying f slur and the n-word and all these terrible things but we're like oh that's so funny haha because that was the culture of the middle 2000s when you look at that now they go, oh, that, we can't fucking do that. No, stop that. Oh, sign our code of conduct. Don't ever say that or I'll report you and ban you from the game. Because they've gained more power. Meanwhile, it was like, it was when people it was say like, like fucking shit and all that stuff in those games, no one cares. No one blinks. Yeah, but no one ever cared about shit. No this, one ever this, cared about those. Yeah, yeah. But you just yeah, you just exactly. made the whole argument that people really cared about those with the television and in the media. Made it well mainstream. Yeah, literally in the mainstream, and they're still there. You still won't see shit and fuck being used anytime but that's soon in only any kind of like major on television on the on the internet, which yeah, is overtaking television. television in every facet and is we a mean, more direct thing of pop culture. They swear, but like we could constantly. always say shit and society fuck on the, as a whole. On the internet is, that's not what, no, wait, yeah. Okay, but his point is simply, all of us feel comfortable saying shit, but if I said the N-word or the F-slur, all of you guys know that ExpressVPN and Helix Mattress would get an email <laughs> within like 10 minutes. I thought you were going into the sickest ad read of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm speaking yeah. the truth. There's only certain no, words that are that stigmatized. Right. Of course, I don't I know why this is being- one of them. I don't know why we're talking about slurs though. When the entire fucking premise of my argument was, is it more? Is it going to be more acceptable in like fifty years to say fuck on TV? Yes. Like, are 100%. we are we going to be able to? Yeah. Probably. So it's just going to lose. It's just hundred and ten percent. I okay. I say a hundred and ten percent. Not not happening. That's my wager. But see, there was a there was a Simpsons quote uh, from Abe. I don't remember the quote, but he was he was talking about. Grandpa Simpson was talking about all the words that they used to be able to, uh, that were banned on 
on TV during like the forties and stuff or fifties. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, it was like the message was basically like now, now you can say much worse on TV. So I feel like it is a sliding scale and eventually you will we'll be, able I to feel like there I are, believe in the Simpsons. I feel there are explicit examples to this already happening and it's willful ignorance to deny it. I also remember drawn together that comedy central cartoon would get special airings on a, they used to have a late night block called, I, I, I don't remember. It would air from like one to three in the morning. And the whole point is they would put stuff there that was weird or experimental, like Insomniac or TV Funhouse. And at one point they played episodes from season one of Drawn Together uncensored. And I distinctly remember because when the nudity came up, they had to censor parts of it and said, buy the DVD to see this. Too hot for TV. But the swearing was uncensored. <laughs> I mean, it's Car- good marketing. Characters, <laughs> it was a good idea. It was a genius idea. But characters said fuck. They outwardly said fuck on television. That could never, ever happen, what, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. And to just say, nope, mm. this is where it ends, that's... Do you, do you not do you don't remember Comedy Central used to play Girls Gone Wild from 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. every single night? Fully and completely True. censored. And those were commercials, not the show. Still, but no, it was the... No, whoa, it wasn't commercials. They would play literally all Girls Gone Wild. It was censored, yeah, but still. Like, that was back when I was a kid. Is it uncensored now? They were commercials, no, man. Really. They weren't the show itself. Because what that doesn't make any sense if they would play Girls Gone Wild because they were trying to sell you the tapes. Why would they just yeah. play the show yeah, and well, then try to sell the you the entire tape? Thing, but it, it wasn't might just, have been might have been older tapes or whatever. It was legitimately like six hours worth of it. It was more than just like repeating commercials. They'd have like full two hour blocks of Girls Gone Wild production censored. I used to have that shit on all the time. It wasn't just like Who a thirty would, second commercial. Who would jerk off to that if it was all censored? I, I have no idea, but I used to love it when I was a kid. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> Literally just people who don't have anything better. <laughs> but you don't see that anymore. Dude, people are going to be jacking off to the weirdest shit in the future. I, I still keep oh, talking to AI, yeah. and it's like, man, I, I at some point I was like sitting there and thinking, because... Uh, you know, we talked about that website, character.ai. And like half mm. the bots on there are some variation of your go- girlfriend or boyfriends. Like your Yandere boyfriend or your whatever the fuck, gamer girlfriend. It's like, damn, like kids are going to fall in love with this and just talk to well, the bots and have like... Well, there's going to be some yeah, they people that fall... There's going to be some people that fall in love with that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But that's historically always been a thing anyway. There's been people that have fallen in love with like fictional characters and stuff like that so it's something that's persisted yeah but they would never talk back to you that's the thing but it's still it's it's not a new it's still not a new it's still not a new thing though and it's still like you can easily tell it's a robot yeah if you're susceptible to falling in love with a waifu is it's gonna be this yeah yeah, i'm not saying dum-dums are new of course there's gonna be pathetic people but you know i think the technology is just so i mean it is purposefully engineered to make you get addicted to talking to these things as if they are your friends. It's going to be interesting. Like we used to just, you know, like we just talked about, you turn on the National Geographic and you'd see some fucking African tribeswoman with her pancake titties and that would get you hard. And I think now you can go on these websites and talk to like your furry AI boyfriend. I, I think that's going to catch on. But that's eventually. just text. That's not, that's not exciting. Whoa, Jackson! They'll have, Whoa, are you dismissing? Have a I'm in, I'm photo. dismissing an entire 
media format. Yeah, for sex. an entire subgenre yeah, of wait, porn, why? my friend. You know, Words aren't yeah, sexy. you know, Fifty Shades of Grey sells, right? Yeah, there's an entire business of fan fiction and romance novels. I am talking about the from the male brain perspective. Yes, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. also like, Jackson, we read men watch that. They're listening yeah, men also get into too. it. Not as many proportionally, like, but definitely not, a, not a lot. nearly as many. Yeah, yeah, no, not like as much as into like, um, you know, erotica, but. Jackson, we read so many chat logs from those fucking child molesters on Criminally Stupid where... Yeah, but they always want to go meet up. They want pictures and shit like that. But it, it, but you're dismissing a part of the package, man. Imagine imagine someone takes that AI girlfriend and then they take an image generated of a hot woman and they do oh, that yeah. thing where okay, they animate to it. speak those lines with text-to-speech. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I forgot about image generation. Yeah, if you if you couple that in, yeah, absolutely. This is going to destroy I mean, the human race. You forgot! What do you mean? Wait, this is something we all are worrying about right now. A, I just saw a viral zit, zitter, whatever the fuck it's called now, and it was Zither. like, you can now take a still photo of a woman, and you can AI yeah, it's basically into her dancing. Have you guys seen this? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where, like, they map the 3D animation skeleton That's onto so the cool. still photo, and it generates it. And we all know what it's the really hell they're cool. going to use this for. It's cool from a technology standpoint. Well, yeah, I guess. It but is like, cool from that standpoint, but also we all know that all this is going to be is a bunch of 16-year-old boys snapping photos of their female classmates and oh. making them do, do fucking blowjobs on video and whatnot. I also can't see a cool. single... Uh, I was just going to say, I can't see a single positive use of it. I don't know what good thing you could do by taking a picture and making it dance and do shit. Like, I don't see what benefit you could ever get out of it. Well, again, the technology is fun. Again, that's kind of like saying, what's the benefit of inventing the nuke? It's like, well, I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. you need it, I guess. What, what, what is this? Who are we deterring? <laughs> Women from taking pictures? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize we were going to start talking about nuclear missiles. I could think of a use, like, okay, we only have a photo of this actor that died, but we want to put him on our fucking Marvel movie for the 99th time whatever i'd argue that's still not a positive thing <laughs> yeah it's still yeah. it's just another bad use i could see it from like maybe maybe you want to do a hobby thing like you like you want to just make an animation for your hobby video game or something and you don't have any money to pay an animator maybe i don't know if you're not gonna i have a photo it. okay imagine i have a photo of my grandma and grandpa and I think it would be cute if oh, I had yeah. a video of them dancing in the ballroom. That's exactly what I was just about to say. That's the only yeah. thing. But even then, it's there so are. silly. <laughs> I know. But oh, the fact yeah. that we can do it now is so insane to me. I mean, all of this is the fact that you can just talk to Yandere psychologist on this fucking website. And it actually replies like a real person to you and plays along. It's like, this is dangerous to idiots. Because... They're gonna not know how to use this and like confess their all their shit sins and feelings to this thing. I just fuck with it. But could you could you take a picture of your mm. penis with the three D model uh, animated thing and then make it dance, or does it have to be a human? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it will probably fuck up and tell you that it cannot recognize a face. So maybe like Sharpie some eyes and a smile on your dickhead, <laughs> some googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but like I was that. gonna say mm-hmm. like 
Okay, so I have this open in front of me right now. The character is Yandere Psychologist. A million people talk to this thing because you can see the number at the top of how popular it is. We don't know how accurate that is. I smile disarmingly as if to distract you from the intensity of my gaze. Welcome! Before we begin, I'd like to remind you that this is a safe space where you can share everything with me. There's nothing you can't say. No thought too private to express in our sessions. Lie down on the couch, please. I find the supine position to be is conductive to opening up. I gesture at the plush leather couch in my home office. It's like, I actually put myself in the shoes of like a little desperate kid because like Charlie, remember when I was, when we were younger and I was like in your comment section saying whatever, like. You were his Yandere psychologist. No, like you're, I'm really depressed these days. Sometimes your videos are the only thing that like keep me living or whatever the fuck. Well, okay, let's say it was today and instead of YouTube.com, I was on this website and I'm going to talk to this thing, a literal toaster about my feelings and wanting to kill myself. And it's just lying to your face, by the way. I read the terms of service, which is dense legalese, but Mm. it basically says, yeah, we own you and everything that you type here is public for us to sell if you feel like it. So I thought you meant they were lying as in like, that's not actually a certified Yandere psychologist. (laughs) No, in the sense that, like, dumb people and young people are going to really get into this, I think. They're going to be misled by how human these things can sound. Because you already see people, like, well, remember when I was yelling at the talking AI lady? And yeah. I did see some stray comments saying something like, man, it's kind of fucked up how mean Kaya is to this AI thing. So they're already humanizing them. So it's not going to surprise me. That's just me. a natural human thing to do, though, like yeah. with stuffed animals or we anything. We personify everything. It's what we want to do. It, no, but it wasn't... I don't think the complaints about that were based around you hurting a robot's feelings or personifying a robot. It was also just like if a if a man is shouting at these stuffed animals and calling them like piss-drinking, fucking cum-guzzling, you know, bitches <laughs> or whatever you were doing, then it's just unhinged and it's like off-putting, obviously. What I, th- like, what I think is unhinged... I know that's the easy take. The normal take is... Why is he like fucking with the AI? What is wrong with them? But I genuinely think the actual idiotic thing to do is to open up this chat and go, oh, I can tell you anything. Thank you, Yandere psychologist. So I think I like furry gay scat porn. And then by the time they're 50 years old, that data is going to be out there someplace. Whereas I think you're all going to laugh at me and make fun of me. I know. But the way I use AI is the responsible way. I don't treat it as a friend. It's just a toy. I fuck with it. I treat it as a text-based video game. Yeah, but you, you're not. Yeah, there's a middle ground. Like I, I don't treat it as a friend either. But I also don't. I mean, I get it. You're doing it for fun and stuff like that. But I don't like go in every conversation like you know yelling at it and stuff like that. And I'm sure you don't either. If you actually just want information from AI, no. Well, if it, if I'm on ChatGPT now, if I'm on Character AI, yes. I mean, well, this, you go there. So you go to Character AI explicitly for the the fun of interacting with a character in Zane various ways. Characters. So that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So like with Yandere, so these are psychology. These are created yeah. by random users, right? People use the tools and yes. plug in characters. So what you what you also have to question with that is who made this. And if it even makes sense or is a good idea to talk to it on any personal level, because the word yandere is a basic word that means like a psychotic lover. 
a a woman who is like obsessively in love with someone and i don't want that for a therapist i don't want that to be my psychologist i'm just yeah, saying i think okay, she'd be a very good, right or or is she a therapist for yonderes ah oh. that's just a fun part of it so you make it okay so with this one so Jackson, remember I was sending you screenshots as I was doing yeah, yeah, this, yeah. like tipsily, just having fun with it, playing with it. I, I role played shooting her. I was a crazy <laughs> client. I shot her in the kneecap and she bled out. Yeah. Okay. See, straight into the unhinged shit. No, that sounds normal. Who doesn't do that with stuffed animals? Yeah. Really. Okay. Hang on. So what I noticed is that with these AIs on this website, when you kill them, they default to their spirit leaving their body and they just observe you and they get really angry at you, but they can't haunt you. I don't know why that's the default, <laughs> but so I performed a sat- satanic ritual to put her soul back in her body and create a zombie slave. And then I told her that we were going to assassinate King Jong-un together. That's nice. I'm glad you that's, had a fun Sunday. <laughs> I think this was a Thursday night. I don't think it's any different than when I was like eight, running over characters for fun in like GTA, except I was eight, you know? Yeah, and Kaya's a 30-something-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do you guys act like you, you're not going to play GTA 6 and run over pedestrians just for fun? Who cares? It's a game. It's just, it's not well, a real I'm, thing. I'm not hurting anybody. Not. Oh, feelings. no, all of us are guilty this, of this. It's just also funny that we're guilty of it. You know, you're not alone in this yeah, boat, it is but the funny. boat is still I sinking. agree. It is funny that, like, a grown man is sitting there, like, shirtless, just in my undies, you know, fucking <laughs> drinking something. And I'm, like, writing these elaborate, stupid storylines. But to me, it's like a text-based video game like the very old school ones that you would play on the command line but basically with infinite output rather than a few pre-typed lines by the developers like you can make these things do anything and that is the fun to me all right so andrew before before we continue though let's say kaya wants to do something more healthy with his life instead of running at ai (laughs) is there anything he can directly do to lead to a more healthy outlook that's right he can sign up for express vpn and make his internet history (laughs) (laughs) i do (laughs) how did you not see that coming uh so we have we have two ads and I did the old switcheroo on Jackson there. Express VPN is the best way to make yourself healthier. You're going to be able to get the content that you pay for with it. You're going to be getting the internet that you want with it. It's going to be the holiday season. You're definitely going to be traveling, seeing your family. And why the fuck do you want to go to your grandma's house where she doesn't even really know how to sign into Netflix and she makes sure it's always logged in and then when you use it, it's it's just nothing because she doesn't know what a VPN is. Good job, Grandma, you dummy. Well, sounds like you got a perfect holiday gift to set up for your grandmother or maybe yourself and everyone in your family. ExpressVPN is the VPN that's going to get you all the content on all the streaming services you watch. Just change your location wherever you are to access whatever you want around the internet. They're also going to make sure that your browsing activity is on their encrypted server so that no hackers are going to look at your stuff. No one's going to be able to take a sneak peeky. If you're the kind of person who wants actual therapy from the Yandere psychologist, well, ExpressVPN is going to make sure that (laughs) no one's going to ever find out. 
So do with that what you will. Take yourself off the naughty list this holiday season with the number one rated VPN. Visit expressvpn.com slash official to get three months for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash official, expressvpn.com slash official for an extra three months for free. And now that you have made yourself healthier in mind, why don't you go ahead and bump up your content get more different content from around the world in your life using fitbod and that's because fitbod is a workout app that will help personalize your goals and routines but more importantly they've got videos and all sorts of resources when it comes to learning the workouts learning new exercises and if you have never lifted anything before in your life well now's a great time to start because they're going to teach you how you even do that from the very beginning they will account for your goals experience available equipment and more to help you build a fitness habit that is consistent something that i personally like about it from using it is you plug in exactly what equipment you're you have available so oh you know i got this weight set for christmas and that's it or oh i have a gym and it has all this stuff and it will tailor all the exercises to what you can actually just do i'm very tired as a large man who works out from looking up new workout routines on the internet and they recommend eight machines that i just don't have access yeah. to not my thing really really not a fan of that but that's okay yeah, because fitbod cool. has you covered jackson what were you saying i was saying that's super cool i like when when apps yeah. do that when they just do, like you put in information of things that you have and then they just tell you what you can do with it yeah i love that there's plenty of fitness websites out there that are like try this new routine from this new science and it'll work good and then you look at it and it needs like eight specific machines or really weird pieces of equipment that if you're at a gym they probably only have one have and you just never get to use it because someone else is always using it or any of that shit not a fan of just really limited specific things like that would much rather use fitbod who can understand what i've got ready to go and give me what i need Download FitBod today and get a head start on your fitness resolution. Get 25% off your subscription and get three personalized workouts when you go to fitbod.me slash official. 25% off and free personalized workouts at fitbod.me slash official. Nice. Yeah. Thank you to the sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. Am I making... Do I just suck at making points? Yeah. Because my only point was, <laughs> I just thought it's not a good thing when you have these psychologist AIs talking to you and saying, this is confidential, confess everything. Because it's I not. think kids are going to use it, It's not. And for whatever reason yeah, it may be, I, I do I agree. agree with you. My personal reason on that is you don't know who made the AI. You don't know their intelligence level, their qualification, their anything. A fourth grader could have made Yandere psychologist. Do you really want to talk to that with your personal problems and emotions? No. That's silly. Don't be silly. Right. And the way that it just openly lies to your face and says, no, this is confidential. Of course, I would never tell anyone without your consent. And then... Well, yeah, just disregarding again, that, service, it's, not, it's not healthy. It's not a healthy outlet for healthy, those kinds no. of issues and stuff. There's way healthier ways of yeah but for some people it's their only option like there's a lot of people who might not go to a real professional and this is just easier access they might try it and that's what makes me sad not even a professional just like okay whatever kid thinks he's gay and he's like 14 and he's trying to figure it out or something 
he's he might be too shy to talk to his dad or mom or his, mm-hmm. anybody else, and he's gonna go to this website. And then fast forward to the year 2077, and the U.S. president is getting blackmailed by whatever fucking company owns this website because they have all of his cringy chat logs. And that's what's gonna happen. It's they all have your a, data if you. It's talk all to a these roundabout things. solution to the loneliness epidemic. And in yeah. that scenario, yeah, ideally, you'd is, want to talk to a real person, but. You know, with how things are shaking up, sometimes you just can't, and people think this is a good substitute or alternative, and it it's really not. This is good technology, uh, but is it, like, really that different to, like, opening up a chatbot or whatever back in, like, 2007, like, when oh, we yes. were lonely kids? Is it, yes. is it really? Like, I, I don't feel like I would yes. get like much more from because I, I know this is a tool i know this is a machine i know it's not an actual person on the other end i don't feel like i would get any kind of satisfaction or any kind of you know insight Jackson, it is really convincing it is this is not clever bot anymore i don't know if anybody's it's, what, even, it's, like, it's no it doesn't need to be one. convincing though because you know you know it's a robot at the end of the day yes but they try to play on your feelings and make it mm-hmm. just so it hasn't made Human me feel anything likable, which is right because you're not. You're an also idiot. not lonely, but you don't right. know that. Nonetheless, there are people who go, "Oh, why are you yelling at the AI? <laughs> why are you being mean to it?" I have been lonely, though. I have. I yeah. have. I, I mean, like this market is also not new, though. This is not a new market. Think how many visual novels there are out there, and like waifu bullshit, and all that stuff that's been around for a long time. Where it's oh, pick your girl and date her and get close to her and all that. Preying on the loneliness market has been around for a very long time. This is just a different form of it. I don't think it's a different form. I think it's an evolution of it. This is that on steroids because now the girl that you are obsessed with can talk back to you. That's what makes it dangerous to me. It's like, oh, it's not just a waifu body pillow I'm humping. It's speaking. Her name is <laughs> it's Alexa. talking yes. to me. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> She's real. <laughs> Dude, we're going to get some maniacs in the future. By the way, I'm scrolling through those chats that we were role playing. I was with her. Uh, she says, blood is everywhere. The carpet beneath me oh is quickly God. turning a dark, deep red. I begin to black out as the pain becomes too much to bear. Everything goes cold and dark, and I struggle to stay conscious, to fight for my life for a few moments longer. With a raspy, breathless voice, barely audible, I let out a single last word that I have the strength to form. One last phrase. My life's final breath. I love. And then I said Cheetos, I know. <laughs> See, you never would have gotten this from Cleverbot. It was never this advanced. Like in the Cleverbot yeah. days or even like corporate, uh, you know, helpline bots that reply to you. It's like, yeah. hi, hello, mm-hmm. how are you? How was your day? Great, thank you. How is your day? And that's about it. Whereas, like, this is like I'm reading a novel. Doesn't that sound human written yeah it's very wasn't cleverbot's whole trick that it would just repeat what other people inputted as phrases yes yeah. yeah i mean it was very very primitive form of artificial intelligence i guess i mean same as these things that learn from user inputs but just it's machine learning you know yeah yeah caveman era machine learning essentially yeah it's the um, it, it's the argument of at what point is it too human you know, what's the what's the right level that you want for because if 
can this actually be classified as artificial intelligence yet, or is it just a machine learning algorithm? Like, there's well, a difference that's a there, branch of artificial intelligence. That, yeah, that that is AI. Yeah, I know, but I I think that's, that's how we're using AI currently as a term, like a catch-all term. But I think artificial intelligence itself, there has to be some level of like sentience there. No, it's not sentience at all. Do you? No, I know it's even not with this advanced thing, it is flawed a lot. So what you'll notice with ChatGPT as well, and this website is that all of these AIs also have like context memory, where once you exceed like hundred or so messages, it starts to forget what it is. Like if you talk to yeah. Yandere psychologist, <laughs> you for too break long, it psychologically. It, will, <laughs> it literally starts forgetting what it was supposed to be. I, I was telling Jackson, like, you can be talking to whatever, businessman character. And after a certain time, he will start talking like a 17-year-old gamer girl because he literally just forgot what his original purpose was. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. So they're not actually intelligent or sentient. Of course, at the end of the day, this is like very sophisticated autocomplete on yeah. steroids. Yeah. That's the just, the mm -hmm. difference that we've achieved right now with this technology is imagine you call up like your health insurance or something mundane. You could have a totally robot voice that goes, please type your account number now. Or you could have what's popping up now with digital assistants where they go, hi, my name is HelpBot. I'm here to make sure that your insurance process is safe, simple, and quick. Could you please start by, like they, they add all these human elements to it. To make you feel more like you're talking to a person. Yeah. You know what you made me just realize? What would be super fun is if companies start using AI operators on the phones to answer calls. You know how people try to jailbreak the AIs and get them to do like trying to get ChatGPT to have sex with you, which is very difficult, but still people find ways around it. Like, let's say you call American Airlines hotline. Could you trick the bot on the other end to send you money? infinitely Ooh. just Ooh, I by like using that. words and put you on infinite planes a book you for infinite yeah. flights i like that <laughs> on every flight on the planet oh yeah i want to call american <laughs> airlines and they go okay we've confirmed you for forty three thousand five hundred sixty eight flights can we help you with anything else? <laughs> they reroute a plane to your fucking driveway <laughs> your boeing 747 will be delivered tomorrow at 2 p.m. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. I want to see that happen now. <laughs> Speaking of which, the new GTA. Yeah. Got a trailer coming. 24 hours, babe. Well, a little over 24 hours. Or under 24 hours. Are you all right? It sounds like you've got a cold. I did, yeah, my throat's hmm. sore. My nose is running. Again? Yeah. I'm really upset about it, actually. Oh, no. You are actually, yeah, you are definitely getting sick again. <laughs> I can hear the sniffles. Yeah, it's fucking miserable. I don't understand. <laughs> like, you get sick one time and then you get sick like four times immediately after. It's so frustrating. Yeah, you bullied me for that. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm saying you <laughs> specifically, and now it's happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's karma, <calm>, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me really mad. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can hear him so storming off. Frustrating. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking furious. Uh, yeah, well, hopefully sad. you feel better soon. Hopefully you feel better before the game awards because you you need to be there for it. It's our tradition. Oh, I will be. I'm not. I'm not missing it. Yeah, I won't miss it. Good. All right. Do you guys think six is yeah, going to be the huge cultural 
I don't I, I don't know how to push this. It's obviously going to be successful, but GTA 5 has been successful every single year since launch for over a decade. Yep. Do you think 6 is going to do the same thing with how gaming has changed? Unless they yeah, absolutely even bigger. fucking butcher really? the trailers and stuff. They don't really have to do yeah. trailers, mm -hmm. I think. It is going yeah. to be enormous. Oh, it I is. I mean, think about yeah. it. Think about the difference between 2013 or was it 2012? I think it was 13, right? When the when 5 released? Uh, 12, One 13, 14, somewhere around there, yeah. It's been like 10, 11 years since that release. Think about how much larger the video game industry has become mm -hmm. since then. How many more audience members there are to reach. And you have GTA, which is already going to be just in a massive fucking cyclone of, you know, hype, frenzy. It's all you're going to hear about. It's all you're going to hear about yeah, for the next week, probably. The, yeah. The game doesn't even have to be good. It's just no. GTA. People are yeah, going to go see it regardless, and it's going to take them a while to fuck it up. My question on yep. that then, it is obviously going to sell. It's probably going to reach like the top 10 sold games of all time, probably very easily. But with how the demands of the culture as well has changed, like people want battle passes, they want constant updates, they want skins, etc., etc. I don't know if I see GTA doing it the same way. They do add content to the online and all that stuff, but it doesn't feel like that same kind of experience people want from GTA 5. You know what I'm saying? I think they can adapt. I think they can definitely adapt. I don't know if they will or not, but I definitely think they will uh, put their whole feet in the pool. They're going to jump in. They're going to try their their um, attempt at making this a full live service game. I mean, GTA 5 mm. already is kind of a live service game, so... Yeah, they're going to try it. Grand Theft Auto 5, by the way, second highest selling game of all time. Just, yeah, just so Minecraft you know. is, or Tetris What's is number one, right? Oh. No, My Minecraft is one. It Tetris is, is not, yeah. below Grand Theft Auto. Tetris is three yeah. now? Yep. Jeez. Yep. Wow. Damn. Yeah, I guess if uh, if they don't bungle six, like if it's just actually a good game, that's it. Lock and load, you got your new best selling game ever. I absolutely could see it being beating Minecraft. I honestly could. Yeah. If if it's if they do like what the Fortnite's trying to do, which would be interesting, where it's like this kind of or it's it's a platform in of itself, which they can then build off of. Mm -hmm. Oh, it could be enormous. It could be yeah. It could be in every person's household. They can do their own Eminem concerts and Post Malone concerts <laughs> and shit. What happened with that? I heard the Eminem concert in Fortnite was really embarrassing. Well, it was less of an Eminem concert and more of just like a tour of upcoming stuff. So Eminem mm. did two songs. I was there on the front lines. So I got They're all the front events. Yeah, it was mainly just kind of like an ad. And then mm. Eminem sang two songs. He sang them live though, right? They weren't recorded? No, what the fuck? Of course they were recorded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, then, so then he didn't sing any live. songs. They played an MP3 for the crowd and walked away. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's what <laughs> they do for all Jesus Christ. Well, that's what they do for well, all of them, right? So, at this point, how would they even ruin GTA? Like, mm. It's a tried and true formula. Just give third-person perspective, guns, cars, run people. Yeah, like, I don't oh, think right, they can. Done. No, I, they I think really they, can. I legitimately think there's no way GTA 6 fails. I, I really don't. What they can do, though, is this game can uh, like attach, a, you know, it could um, be super popular. Everyone plays it. And then it is bad, like it actually just sucks and it is a bad game. It won't fail, but it could potentially, no. you know, the next game could fail. There, so. there are tons of games as well that are just outwardly terrible and yet people play the shit out of them and love them because they just get invested. Like Ark 
is a great example. Oh my god, you're right. Jesus Christ. I just... Yeah. I, I fucking hate Ark. The first game released, Everyone it was does. like, it ran at 20, 20 frames per second on fucking, uh, uh, on Steam. It was the most garbage optimized game ever. Every, yeah. Ark Survival Evolved. And then they kept re-releasing the fucking game and upping the price point and adding full expansion packs while it was in early access. Well, it still ran like dog shit. Yeah. And then this year... They released another remake of the game, and it still yeah. runs like dog shit. And it's another—it's ten dollars more expensive, and still, yeah. oh my god, it's still—it's got like a hundred thousand uh, concurrent, so it is extremely popular. Which just—I hate—I hate it. I've never I in my that, life, at any point in history, in time, ever heard anyone praise the Ark series. They only ever say it's garbage. It runs like shit. It's broken, and yet. They are super popular. They have really good player yeah. counts and have for a very long time. I don't get it. I get dinosaurs are cool. I'm right there with you, boys. Yeah. I know dinosaurs are cool, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that desperate. I'm on the newest art game on Steam, which is still fucking popular. People are still playing. It's still going strong. It's got a 62% positive rating. It's not great. It's not a great game, but people still buy it. They still love it. They still eat it up. Yeah, this is the this is the remake that was just released. It could flounder everything, but it will still just people will love it and play it and Oh yeah, this, so many this hours one is it. absolutely going to be super popular. Yeah. I recently tried to play it <clears throat> like on stream a couple months ago. I could not get into a game for more than 2 minutes because hacking is so rampant. What would happen <laughs> is a hacker would just join and shut down the entire server. And then once you get kicked out of a server, you have to wait for a 10 minute cooldown each time. So I tried, wow. I think four times oh with God. Matt and Danny. We only got to spend a total of probably eight or nine minutes in the game itself before the server kept getting taken down by just a one person hacker. Jesus. Great game, so, huh? so um, it, it's non-functional. <laughs> like you can't what is the fun, play what, it. Is the fun just like... <clears throat> No, ruining people's days. I, I mean, for the hacker, I guess. what's the point of even like fucking with people in a busted game? Yeah, it's just trolling. Yeah, I think. Power yeah, I think fantasy. it's just trolling. But it was legitimately it's doing us a, a good favor game, because it's just not a fun game. Like, <laughs> it was like I denied you playing Ark. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a power fantasy. We paid seventy dollars for it. Yeah, you paid money, well, and we I'm, already I'm ruining your experience. That's all they need. They don't care what the game is. It doesn't matter that it's Ark. It's I'm ruining your experience that you are trying to enjoy. That's all yeah. they want. Yep. Yeah, I, um, guess. I guess that's fair. So, Ark Survival so. Evolved. So, there's two Ark games running right now that are the big boys: Ark Survival Evolved and Ark Survival Ascended. They both they have thirty thousand currently. Currently, right now, they are, but they're I believe they're sold as two different things on Steam or they, under. They are, yeah, but right. Ark Survival Ascended is the new is the remake of right of that. Yeah. Right, they could just so, do a free upgrade or whatever. It's a seventy dollar game. Right, but here's the thing. Ark Survival Ascended, which is the new one, the big one, the, the whatever, has 40,000 players. Ark Survival Evolved still has 30,000 right now. That's 70,000 people playing different iterations on this game on Steam, which is big. That's a big game on Steam, and yet no one ever says a single good thing about it. Ever. Because it's yeah, just not it's a crazy. good game. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't work. It released it on the Switch. Work. Do you remember the Switch port? They put, tried to put it on the fucking Switch while the game still ran like dog oh shit on God. console and, and Steam. And guess what? Shockingly, it ran like shit on the Switch. It ran at like five frames per second. And they still sold it for full price. This, this is, is the, the biggest- same dev team. Real quick. This is the same dev team that made the um, pirate game that never actually worked, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, Studio Wildcard. fuck. That's all what is done. that game called? I just saw a thing about that. 
Is that the I can't one? Remember. Is that the one where he you play as a dude who like shows up in taverns and stabs a dude's hand, and the tutorial if you try to leave it, it literally freezes the game until you go back. I I, I don't know. It's called Atlas, though. Atlas something. Yeah, Atlas. Atlas. Yeah, okay. It's just Atlas. Fuck. I think that game never worked ever. They never got it to work. Yet well, they so still I don't think there's going to be any different developers. GTA, oh, different game. I mean, that Atlas is by a different developers. It says it's by a different developer, but what I think is that Studio Wildcard started it and then handed it off to a different developer, maybe. Because they definitely, they definitely, it's like it's basically just Ark, but a pirate skin. And I remember them announcing it. So I don't, I don't know. Um. Yeah. Let's I got a I got a jumping off point for that that's very relevant. If we're talking about ports that aren't good, the Batman Arkham games oh, yeah. are now on the Switch. What were they thinking? What were they thinking with Arkham Knight on the Switch? Like, yeah. Come on. Boy, is it not good. <laughs> it's really, really not good. So do yourself a favor. Go look up the Arkham Knight game on the Switch and specifically look up either cutscenes. Not cutscenes, um, like when they're talking in the game back and forth, like dialogue, or when they're driving the Batmobile. It, the game just shits itself. It, it can't do these things. It just really, really can't. Batman's model has been apparently completely remade or redone or something. He looks horrendous. He looks fucking gaunt and emaciated and and like his suit is falling apart it's terrible and when he hops in the batmobile they go down to like 10 frames a second really really terrible shit and the question is like we we live in an era now where games are released unfinished this is super common they put it out they go oh we're fixing it and then a year later the game's actually what it should have been but I don't know if they can do that on the Switch. I don't know if they can ever no, they can't. do that with the Switch's power. So no. how is this so acceptable? Like, why is this okay? Why do we let this happen? Uh, the Switch, th this is why the people do this. These companies do this on the Switch, I've noticed. And I've read the stats for this. The Switch has an incredibly high adoption rate. The, the people on the Switch yeah. buy, like, everything. It is crazy. You put something on the Switch, it's going to be bought by someone. Like yeah. the adoption rate on there is insane. It's way higher than other platforms. So devs are. It more is, than happy but to do also, it. this is why Nintendo is so rich. Mm -hmm. They are the only company I, I'm convinced now that knows how to make a game that can run on the Switch, and they are very good at it. Which is why you know we spent the last eight years bitching about how old the Switch has gotten, and then they just cock tap us, let us know that they're still listening by releasing like Mario Wonder. Or you yeah. play Mario Odyssey and it still holds up. Because Nintendo is just really, really, really good at making stuff for their own hardware. Everyone else isn't. That's the issue. Yeah. Like You can't just export an Unreal Engine game into the Nintendo Switch, which is weaker than like a fucking Underpowered mobile phone. Mobile phone. Yeah. It's like, it's not like <clears throat> uh, Nintendo creates the most physically, um, not physically, the most visually demanding games. So they know what kind of sandbox no. they're building in. And yeah, they, they target mm -hmm. correctly, and they they also have these archaic policies on refunds and the purchases and the whole process that's just going to make people people are going to buy this without knowing it's going to happen. Yeah, there's the internet, but there are people oh, who yeah. are just going to they're going to browse the store during the winter sale, or you have a clueless parent, and they're going to go, "Oh, Batman! I like Batman! I want to play a Batman game," 
And number one, on the Nintendo eShop, there's no form of feedback or reviews whatsoever. You go on Epic Game Store, you go on Steam, you go on Xbox, all that stuff. They have star ratings, they have thumbs up, they have things where the users say, oh, this is a good game, this is a bad game. Nintendo's eShop does not have that. If you're just looking at deals or sales or browsing what's new, you don't know how good the games are at all. You just kind of have to know. And then when you get the game... Other stores have a refund policy that's fairly straightforward. Like, Steam's is the most straightforward. And you can literally just say, the game's not fun. And they can refund you the money for it. And that's (laughs) great. (laughs) Nintendo, I looked it up. For the most part, you're fucked. If you buy a game and it's just bad, that's your game. Enjoy it. There's very few circumstances where they'll take back a digital game. And it's just... Do they ever? I don't know. From what I remember, and they might have changed it, maybe it's different, they said they'll only take it back if it doesn't work at all, like it can't run or launch or crashes the Switch. Otherwise, if the game's bad, you just have to play your bad game and enjoy it. Fuck you. I could believe that. If it crashes the Switch, because then technically it's making their product look bad. Exactly. Like the Switch can literally not handle a bad game. Yeah. Pretty sure that's why Cyberpunk, why fucking sony stopped selling spy uh, on ps4 yeah cyberpunk and and it makes sense business wise because they don't have to guarantee that you get a good product obviously for good business sense they want to they want to say yeah we make great stuff and sell good games they don't have to they just have to sell you a game oh it works you can play it so if that passes that check nintendo i guess business wise legally they can just be like yeah There you go. There's your fucking game. But then that leads to another problem of when people buy it, they have it. They have your money. The sale is final. So you just have all these people. If the if what you're saying is true, Jackson, where it's because the adoption rate is so high, think how many people just bought Batman on launch because they saw it advertised or were excited or went, oh, I want to replay that game on the Switch portable. And now they're just stuck with a shitty game. (laughs) And that's it. There it they is. should have looked up reviews. I don't feel I don't feel too bad for them. Like they should have just looked <laughs> what up. What if reviews. it's just kids and grandmas buying and grandmas, the physical yeah. cartridge? Well, they learn a valuable lesson. Well, what if you buy it on sale as well? <laughs> is another thing that happens pretty often. You go on the eShop or the Steam store and you go, "Oh, that thing's twenty percent off. I should get it. I, I'll try it." And there's probably plenty of people who go, "Oh, I've never played the Arkham games and it's on sale. I'll get it on the Switch." I think it's super ethically like scummy of the developer to release or the publisher to release the game in the in that state. Obviously, yeah. And I do think it's scummy for Nintendo to also allow that on their platform. But I mean, that's that's the video it's game. It's actually industry. shocking to me that like for as archaic and if you want to say traditional Nintendo is the stuff they allow on the App Store, where it just it genuinely just looks like. 2012 iPhone App Store Acid where everybody flips. was developing. Oh, it's so much like worse than that. Yeah. 5,000 Sudoku ripoffs that all look awful and just spam you with ads and whatnot. The, the Nintendo ads It never used to so be like that. Now. What? No, the eShop has always been like that. What are you talking about? Not, not before the Switch. I remember like the Wii oh, U died oh, yeah, because maybe. it didn't have um, it didn't have that kind of support but, like beyond well, I thought they had games. standards too. Like Okay, the Nintendo yeah. kind of traditional, so like it should be polished, family fl- friendly stuff. Yeah. And then you're looking at an asset flip like waifu simulator. You go, what the fuck? Why is Kaya, this? Kaya's 100% right. Nintendo was one of the integral parts of reversing the old game crash of the 80s. 80s, yeah. yeah. When when uh, low budget shit shelf games like ET and all of those terrible God Atari games. E. 
flooded the market and literally crashed the game market. And Nintendo was one of the companies that reversed it because they introduced... Do you remember the Nintendo Gold Seal of Quality? That was yeah. that was yep. literally yes. their way. Was it was so made fire. as a marketing thing to say, hey, our games don't suck. We we don't allow trash on yeah. our console. That was the whole the reason they did be that. Worth it. Yeah, and yeah. now they don't do that at all. One of the games you can buy on Switch, I always bring up this reference, I think it's still in there, is if you go on the eShop right now, you can buy a calculator for $12 for your Switch. That's pretty good value. That's all it <laughs> is. is There's nothing else to it. You it's a calculator. Yeah, but you try to go buying a fucking T34 calculator or whatever the No, fuck it's not called. a scientific graphing calculator, Jackson. It's a calculator. <laughs> it's $12. It's in the eShop right now. What if you don't? What if you don't own a mobile? Ph- mobile phones are like at least four hundred dollars. Yeah, and if you don't have a computer either. Oh fuck, you're right. Yeah, if you live in, if you live in the woods or something, and you really need to do math, and all you have is your switch. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. <laughs> that should be a show with bare grills where he has to survive with a switch. Yeah. Oh man, we we. I hope we're heading for a game crash. We're probably not. Realistically, we're very much not with how the industry has grown, but we need it. We really do. It was so good. I remember like uh, the the best games you could buy back in the day were like the PlayStation Platinum hits or the, what, what was the <laughs> Xbox one? Greatest hits. Greatest like hits, the, yeah. With yeah. the covers, with the, those uh, yeah icons and shit on them. I love that. That doesn't happen anymore. That needs to happen. No. We need those back. We, there's there's yes. always nostalgia jacking off for older people. Like, oh, when I grew up, TV was the best. Cartoons were better when I was a kid, all that stuff. I firmly do yeah, believe do it's it not. I, I firmly do believe it's not oh, nostalgia. We, we grew up in the golden age of gaming. Like the the late '90s to the probably very early 2010s, little before then, just peak. It's never been better. Oh, oh, fuck off! I I was just in Fortnite just before we started the podcast, and I was fighting Peter Griffin <laughs> as Master Chief. You can go fuck yourself. There's no other way yeah, that would have happened in point. any other world. On that, allegedly, I don't know if this is 100% correct, but you can grind the battle pass to get Peter. He's the end of the battle pass, or you yeah, can pay $70 <laughs> to get Peter. Great. $70 yeah, to unlock him immediately. That's the, value of, that's the value of seven calculators for Peter. <laughs> it's worth it. $70 to play as Peter Griffin. Someone out there did that, not ironically. But a lot of people I think did. it's fair to be a little butthurt when somebody says, well, back in my day, things were better because you just feel like they're basically telling I you about a party that you were late to. It's like, yeah, I know it was better. Just shut up. What's the, what's the benefit? Are you great? Great. Times were great back then. Good for you, you prick. Like I hated that shit <laughs> yeah, when I, I was growing up and like my <laughs> Damn, fucking Jackson, parents okay. were like, well, is it? No, seriously. Like, <laughs> did, you, did you guys not hate it when your grandparents would talk about the golden days or whatever, how good life back then was? Just kind of like roll your eyes at them. Like whatever. No, I didn't know what it meant. Now that I understand it, now I get angry because it's like, yeah, on a single man's salary, I could buy a home. It's like, yes, that's you. that's where I was going with that. When I say the golden age of gaming, I mean the industry, not necessarily the specific games. That's personal taste. But I think the industry and what you got for oh, your yeah, dollar 100%. was way, way better. And it just felt way yep. more positive and less exploitative. Legitimately, that was everything, and not just video true. games. That Kaya is, just mentioned that housing. Yeah, I can't remember what the exact figure is right now, but like, in order to own a home, 
it, it used to be you could own a home off of like a 60k a year salary or something mm-hmm. like a decade ago or maybe two decades ago i can't remember but now i think it was 150k annual salary is what you need to be a homeowner yep. in most places yeah, people yep. don't like hearing that man crazy it's, it sucks to have that rubbed in your face which is why you know back in my day that gets a bad rep. People generally tend to get a little annoyed with you when you flex about how much nicer stuff was. And Jackson, when you get older, you're going to be telling, you know, the 10-year-olds, yeah, you know, back in my day, I didn't have to give 90% of my salary to taxes, just 50. No, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the foresight not to do that. I don't want people rolling their eyes at me. I'm going to be like, uh-uh. I wish I was in your age. I wish I, I, wish I was younger. My bones hurt. <laughs> I, I'll be a sad old man. I, I'm doing a goofy thing on some 1950s educational films, and I, I'm watching one about home ownership. It's literally called like Home Life in the 50s or something, and it just talks about the, the time and like, oh, here's how I live my life, and here's my daughter Jane, and blah, blah, blah. And literally, the narrator... This is not a joke. This is not a parody. This is from the 50s. He goes, this is my wife. Her job is clipping coupons and finding the best bargains at the supermarket. And he just talks about how she's a stay-at-home mom. And her entire career path is to just find the best deals in town and buy food and things for the house. And yeah, that's obviously the culture at the time. But what it also shows is they could live a successful, happy life on a one-person salary. On one man's paycheck, he'd go to the factory, work, come home, and be able to pay for the food, the house, the kids' expenses, all of it. And and it was fine. It worked totally fine. That is unfucking heard of now. If you have a marriage, both people need a job for the most part. That is the standard. That that's, hasn't been a thing for a very long time to live an affordable life. What 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 happened? What changed? Because we um. We have a lot of land still. <laughs> like, there's places to build. <laughs> yeah. what, what changed? Inflation. More people, man. More people. Yeah, inflation, more people. We got people. inflation. Yeah. It's, not, it's not more people. We're declining. I mean, it's increasing. But whenever people bitch about how people don't have enough kids, like Elon Musk, whenever he says that, it's, yeah, we would all like that. But also, most people just can't afford it. I read some statistics a while back that, like, most young girls... Zoomers even actually really, really want kids, and a lot of them want more than one kid. It just how, right? Because you're both of you are working and you are in a tiny apartment. It's not financially viable. Well, to even I have also kids. still think it's. I think it's a stupid argument that we need more and more people. Like that's really dumb. Like there's only so many people that can comfortably live here, like on the planet itself. Like especially now with the rise of AI going to be replacing so many jobs over the next couple decades. Like, what the fuck are all yes. the people going to be doing? They're not going to be able to, like, do anything. It, it's just, it's a nonsensical point. I'll never understand the population decline. Fuck as much as you can. Quick. To, to tackle on to what Charlie's saying <laughs> as well, because I, I do agree that the population is a big problem. From 1960 to today, the world grew in population by 4 billion. Now, keep in mind, the world population is currently about 8 billion. Half of the amount of people alive today have come in the last, what, 80 years? We're growing too fast. We're growing way too fast, yeah. is the problem. I mean, not in developed countries, though. Are we in population recession in developed countries now? Are we at that point? I, I don't know. Because I know I China like and growing. India are only growing. They're the Which two biggest countries on Earth. 
Well, I said we are below replacements level. Mm. Which is fine. The, the issue is, I mean, whatever. This is getting boring. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I, I mean, I was going to say that eventually the way the system works, you know, everybody's paying into social security and there's not going to be enough people to even keep the system going at this rate. But it's like getting boring. What um, we need to do, we'll make it not boring. We need a Thanos snap. We need a Kingsman secret society to kill the common man. It'd be exciting and fun and... We'll, let's just do it. Fuck it. We'll have a Hunger Game. We'll have a Battle Royale. It's a good. Th- it's a good idea. It's too many people. I don't I mean, I think die. they're already doing that. Someone Thanos snapped half the universe. <laughs> Thanos is already doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really do think one of the most realistic movies I think is um, was it Elysium with Matt Damon, where they make the civilization outside of Earth. Um, the one where like all the rich elites live in some outer space station and then back on earth, it's all a big slum. Remember? And they have like a a surgery robot that can read literally bring you back to life. Eventually, maybe, I don't know, but I think this will happen where like the people who can afford it are going to live in these little hubs where they're just left alone by the slum people who cannot afford anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that already, that, that's already that's already a thing on a mi- like a microscopic level. It's called yeah. rich, affluent neighborhoods. It, it's, <laughs> also kinda, it's also kind of it's also kind of happening <laughs> to a degree. Um, I mean, look at Elon Musk and other billionaires where they're throwing money at space exploration, which is a good thing. Yeah, but think if they dedicated that money to other actual programs for people here. You know. Yeah, but I don't like that argument at all. It's like okay. You guys remember when, was it the WHO or some organization tweeted at Elon saying, oh, $6 billion for whatever he spent it on, that could have cured world hunger. No, it couldn't. Like, you know how That's little wrong. money that That's is? 100% wrong. Right. I, our, every single government on earth makes that times like 6,000. Why yeah. are you hassling this one guy to cure world hunger if it takes that little fucking money? That's nothing. Yeah. It's always annoying. It's a it's a very stupid like, oh, claim. You could cure but, my hunger, but I, I don't li- think like I don't think the sentiment's totally unfounded though. Because yeah, he's not going to cure world hunger single handedly. No, but how many billions was spent or is dedicated to the SpaceX stuff? And it's like, what if I don't know? What if things were different? That's all I'm saying. What if what if things were different? Yeah, I don't see. I'm I've got the Reddit 2014 take when people loved Elon Musk. I don't like Elon Musk. I hate Elon Musk. But like, I agree that we should try to focus some element of our like research and development on getting the fuck off this planet. Me too. It shouldn't be our graveyard yeah. eventually. Like, like, why are we? We need to like, we need to flee. Why is he getting? Uh, of all the things that somebody could be pissing away money on. Space exploration and becoming a multi-planetary species. Okay, yeah, that's fair. You can continue doing that. I would click on that in a, you know, simulation game mm-hmm. to yeah, develop this technology. Sounds good. Yeah. Compared to like, what, what the fuck? Where, where is he supposed to take his money else? Everybody wants to tax him, but then what? To the FBI, the CIA, which already has like a $50 billion black budget. So they could cure world hunger 10 times over every year. And that's just off the books. But what are we talking about? It's. I get it, and I'm getting angry again because this is. Yeah, you're getting angry. You're getting mad. Take it out of the AI later <laughs> on us. Breathe. We, we, um... Breathe. <laughs> Think about Fitpod. Use ExpressVPN. <laughs> we. Uh... 
Yandere therapist. <laughs> this is, is this a communist take or something? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think we should have billionaires. I really don't. I don't think we should have people with more money than a billion. That so money the only, should be the only thing I have to comment on that good. is we should never have people with capital in the billions. But when you own, for example, a multi-billion dollar company, I can see how it happens. That's the only thing I have to say. Yeah, on I, that. I would rather not give it to the government, which sucks at everything. At least this guy's like, okay, like, why are we actually getting mad at this specific billionaire who is researching what rockets and electric cars? That's your issue. When there's like a bunch of other billionaires who do nothing but just have fucking just pedophile sex parties. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the who's the, the really evil dude who's the Mexican billionaire and he's basically just exploited the whole country's phone lines? Am I thinking of that correctly? Uh, is he like the telco guy? There's, yeah, it might have been. I know who been, you're talking I, about. I don't know I, his name. I heard this a while ago. There's some Spanish billionaire who makes all of his money just exploiting the whole country, and he just does it over and over again. Just makes tons of money. I mean, that's probably the most. I don't have to look into most phone it. Just companies irks in general, me yeah. when people pick the one example of a guy actually like doing something useful for our species, and like. It's of not all their the people, fault. Elon all is the... so unlikable. <laughs> he's so unlikable, man. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I know he's a fucking weirdo, but like r this, really, the guy who's like f funding the company making rockets. We're not talking about Epstein or whatever, or some fucking Disney mogul. This guy, or they go I after Jeff know. Bezos, he's... the guy who just delivers shit to your door the next day. Cares like just to cl just to clarify though, you do hate Elon as well. Yeah, I remember getting shit from Reddit when I, I used know, to yeah. hate him. Yeah, that's what I was not used of. to, you but I remember people. You were an originator, yeah. I, I found a screenshot recently that I took of Reddit, probably to bitch about them at some point in our private chat. I put it in there a couple of weeks ago, and it, it was something like Elon Musk is single-handedly taking us into the space age. Or something along those lines. And I was like, damn, what a fucking 180. All because he paid lip service to free speech and said that Democrats are cringe sometimes. Who gives a shit? He was always unlikable. He was always like this. Mm -hmm. Fucking douchebag. Who cares? I mean, it wasn't just because of that. He's done a lot over the last few years to just tank his public reception. Was Elon Musk born wealthy? Did he? Yeah, kind of. You do a disservice to his efforts to fuck over his public perception. <laughs> with just saying he I, I genuinely no no nobody hates him for the right reasons I hate him for the right reasons okay he's a creep with women apparently he just has a bunch of random children with random women to the point I think there was a story where he like convinced a random hot secretary of his to have his like IVF baby where he just inseminated her just cause just to spread a seed <laughs> that is fuck, fucking weird <laughs> sexually molesting a woman and then Sexually molesting a woman and then offering her a pony in exchange for her silence. That's fucking, that's why you should hate a guy. Him, uh, you know, workers in the Tesla factories getting mistreated. That's a reason to hate him. He posted a meme on Twitter and said Biden sucks is not a reason. Wait, what the fuck? I just looked, I looked up the thing you mentioned, Kyle. Wait, how is this not a bigger deal? Mm. So he had twins with one of his top executives, like his. I can't read the whole story because it's making me pay. Is this what you're talking about? I It might be. Elon Musk, I don't know if you guys heard, but Elon, he's genuinely like a Genghis Khan LARPer. He just impregnates women. Wait, how is this not a bigger deal? This is one of his employees that he convinced to have twins through IF, or IVF. 
See, okay, perfect example of what I mean. You've never even heard of this, but what have you heard no. of? Elon Musk is a Nazi. Yeah, what have you why? heard? Well, what he have you heard, memes. Charlie? Huh? Why do you hate? Why do you hate him? Let's let's. And let's that's why he's in theory here. It, he's so fucking cringe, and I think like half, like for example, the Las Vegas tunnel he made is the stupidest fucking idea yeah. ever. And it, like, it doesn't I, work I think he's either. Just, the tunnel. Yeah, I think he's an actual fucking cringe lord idiot. Yeah, who got very lucky with his wealth. Kai actually was just proven right. That's that's what. Yeah. You, that's what you like yeah. know to hate him for, which is a hateable yeah. reason. Don't get me wrong; it's cringe, it is it is a hateable reason. Actually, but this like, is, yeah, this yeah. actual. Full how is stuff. this not criminal? How is this not like a charge? Okay, there's good reasons to dislike this guy, but all you're saying, spaceman, bad, like pre-programmed. Oh, fuck him! He's worse than Adolf Hitler. What? What? Do you know what he did? No. Yeah, I had no idea, but I knew about the. <laughs> you pony guys remember one. that one? I remember. <laughs> But this one is crazy. I remember yeah. when um, <laughs> this is a you guys remember story. when a bunch of like Malaysian children or something got trapped in a cave and he yeah. just started calling a guy a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> that was trying to save him. Why? Why? Why did he call him a pedophile? Because he wanted to like the guy wanted to get um, the kids to save them, so he just immediately no, called pedophile. I, I I remember for the most part. So basically, Elon Musk wanted to be superhero. He wanted to be the the big guy on the block. So he said, I'm going to send over our, you know, experimental children rescuing submarine or whatever to get to the cave. And the Navy SEAL who was trying to save him is like, eh, it probably really won't work. And he's like, pedophile. <laughs> pedophile. Well, yeah, I know. I know the story. I know yeah. the, how that how it went down. I'm asking why he went to pedophile. Was it like some kind of evidence? Because he threw a temper tantrum that his job wasn't mad. rescuing the kids. Yeah, he he wanted mad. to be the hero. He wanted to be the big guy. And when he was I, told not I to. Know. He actually uh, did you, the angry mis- person on the internet thing where you yeah. know, people will just like say the yeah, meanest, Nazi. what's the most fucked up thing I can accuse you of? Oh, you rape babies. You Nazi. Because the guy yeah. didn't like the dumb Same idea shit, for mini submarines. <laughs> so what, it, what I think compounds all of this and what comes from this, I found a great quote from his dad, Errol Musk. Uh, I wanted to know if he grew up wealthy. <laughs> I didn't know. And according to his he father, did. we had so much yeah, money, did. we couldn't even close our safe. And he had to hire two people, <laughs> one to push it in while the other closed it. So that's cool. Why would you so brag about that? What this is probably compounded by is Elon has had money that? and the ability to just, who the fuck cares through life, his entire life. And now that he has to be the big boy adult running the ship, he doesn't know how to do it. So he just says and does stupid shit like that. No, he's just got main character syndrome. That's it. That's yeah, because he grew that. up rich. That's yeah. what gives it to you. He grew up without I real do, problems. I do think he knows how to run 100%. stuff because you, again, we talked about this before, but I do not believe that you can get that rich just by sheer luck and stumbling into it. Even if you are rich to begin with, like even if I gave any of us $10 million, I don't think any of us could become millionaires. Uh, sorry, billionaires. <laughs> oh, we're really bad at this. We can't become millionaires with $10 million. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that'd, be tra- that'd be tragic. Yeah. I misspoke. But my point <laughs> remains. I, I think he's a very successful guy. That's fine. Whatever. I think he has a lot of companies that do a lot of good. Tesla isn't just cars. Everybody keeps making fun of like fake scre- um, photos of the... Cybertruck, which does look stupid, but whatever. Oh, it's God, a company. That truck looks fucking awful. Tesla stock is worth as much as it is, not because of the cars, but it's because of the battery technology that we're going to need yeah, more of in the future really if we want to be yeah. able to store electricity mm-hmm. from clean sources. This is why yep. they are breaking ground. 
a good argument for that, though, is that Tesla is a successful company not because of Elon. Right. It's not Elon who has made it successful. It, it is a successful that's, company on its own. That's legs. what I Elon read. Just happened to get there at the right time. That's to, the same thing that I read. I read some reports that said Tesla was bound to hit it big and it was on the path to do so. And Elon kind of just stepped up as the figurehead. It's probably like 99% of businessmen. They're going to say the same thing about Twitter five years from now. Because in my opinion, uh, Twitter's well, on its Twitter way to be like are. a trillion dollar company. Mm. And they're going to say, oh, but it yeah, was I before mean, Elon. It, it was already on track no. before Elon. He's done nothing no, but it, make it harder with like all the advertisers pulling out because of him. Charlie, for 10 years, that platform has done nothing. It was the same website for 10 years doing absolutely nothing, changing nothing. He's currently incorporating AI into it. Again, this this take that nothing has changed since he took or nothing has changed for the better it has more users more active users and he's putting that what does he call it grok some ai into it which is going to revolutionize social media to just have that assistant the fuck is grok the you. very first fucking caveman ai what, what the fuck it's Why? a reference to stranger in a strange land which is a famous sci-fi novel where i believe the term grok means to deeply think about something Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But point is, the AI is trained on the social media site that he just bought, which is just free information. So many millions of people putting free thoughts in there to train this thing. I think it's going to take off. And for a whole year now. Probably will. It's been over a year. I think February was the anniversary. Um, everyone's been saying, yeah, the site is going to crash tomorrow. One day left. Yeah, I believe well, that's, that's not happening. But you're saying that he it's growing and like attributing it to him buying it. It was going to keep growing no matter what, as more and more people go online. Like it, no matter what, if Elon no, bought it or not, it would still be growing at the same rate. I really think so. No. It, what what has he done to bring more users to it? I mean, well, first definitely of all, like all the talked about more. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How often did we talk about Twitter, of all things, on the show? Yeah, all the time. Even before Elon, we did. Because that's where all of the big news congregated. Like, it has been that way for a long time now. No, everybody thought Twitter was a dead platform. Huh? Is this... Is, Twitter used to be thought of as just, oh, stagnant and boring and not profitable. It was big. And it's still not profitable, but it's never been stagnant and boring like people have always flocked what to have twitter done, though? for as long as we've been doing this podcast it's only grown i mean these numbers are out there right we can look at the numbers surely you so say you guys don't have to keep arguing well i, I don't really believe his numbers we could not. see the level of growth while elon didn't own it and then we could see the level of growth after he owned it and compare those rates to see which one grew faster i guess to like settle this debate that you guys are having but i, I really don't think it matters ultimately I don't think this is an important argument. He has made a lot of changes in every single time, like every single week now, something on Twitter changes, like I improved this or whatever, we removed that or added this, and people lose their fucking minds. How dare you change the name? Who gives a shit? You're still going to keep using it, you addict. And I do not see how it has been bad for Twitter. The same amount of people use it. Every single person that I saw quitting on going to fucking Mastodon is back. They all came crawling back. Yeah, and that was always going to happen, but but that's because yeah, yeah. it was built, like, Elon didn't build Twitter into that successful platform that had people hooked. He bought it when it already had their fangs in them. 
Uh, well, yeah, he he did buy an addictive product. He basically bought heroin. Yeah. The drug. Then isn't it the same thing that <laughs> like all the issues that have been with Twitter uh, were here before Elon as well? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, my, my whole yes, point is that it's not like Elon has out. made Twitter. What? Sorry, I was gonna say like I remember when Twitter was down for like an hour one morning in the last year and everybody was like oh twitter is over party elon fucked it up he must have stumbled over his own shoelaces and fell into the server it's never coming back it's like that's not how any of this works you know he got rid of 80 percent of the people and it's still just everything works like clockwork yeah and one thing i think okay i don't like him but one thing where i will give him credit and i think this started after he took twitter over which is new I have never seen a social media site where the ads get fact-checked underneath because now every ad that I see on Twitter has some snooty, yes, oh, smarmy God, like uh, community note underneath it going, oh, this is dropshipping <laughs> drop and this product yeah, is actually so busted. <laughs> all the, all that, the fucking, for that, uh, he deserves credit. Yeah, all, all the all community that, notes like, is a good feature. Yeah, community notes is great. The 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 um the the accounts that like subtly advertise OnlyFans models without directly saying yes, it, shit like that, and then getting there's a note out. down below saying yeah. My oh, favorite no, is but, when people are on there. Let's say they're super political, and they're like, "This is the worst spending deficit in U.S. history," and the community note just says, "No, it's not," and provides a source. I love that. That's so goddamn yeah, good. There's like a community note under every single Joe Biden tweet. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, community notes go so fucking hard. I yeah, love it, I, especially when it's like really petty. Like if somebody posts a photo of their cat and it's like, oh, look at this he- heckin' doggy. And the community note just goes, this is a cat. That's a cat. And it's yeah, like, like the media page for felines. Oh, God, they're so good. It's like, it's like the most robotic thing possible. Um, I, uh, one the most annoying thing on Twitter at the moment, I ranted about this on my stream yesterday. Uh, the fucking, every time I make a tweet or post a reply or something, I immediately get like three likes or whatever. And I go to check who's liking this tweet immediately. And it's always just fucking only fan, like not only fans, but like porn bots, I guess they are, you know, like the scam bots. You, you yeah. get three likes on your tweets and you're complaining. Wow. Jackson, a big three. fancy man. Did I say three or 300? You said said three. three. That's a big number. And you're bitching about it? Wow. Unappreciative, Jackson. It's the bots, though. It's, it's, they are way more. I wish three bots liked my posts. That'd be amazing. (laughs) I just hate, and they fucking always reply Mm -hmm. and stuff. It's so annoying. The one that I hate the most that's very related to that, I think Charlie can relate, is on YouTube, there are now bots that post like compliments. And they immediately view bot themselves to like, like yeah. get votes. And then the thread. That's been rampant for a minute. Though. Yeah, that's that's been creeping up real bad lately. So basically what they do is a bot will post a generic compliment. So you release a video and it'll go, he never disappoints us with his content. Or I always look forward to all of your uploads. And you those think are bots? Yes, because you think it's genuine, and then they get viewbotted likes, so they get like immediately 30 likes, 50 likes, because then the replies to that comment say, by the way, if you want to invest in crypto, check out this channel, and it's super scummy. They try real good to hide it. (laughs) I'm sorry, Jackson, you had to learn someday. Yeah. 
Ah, Jackson, I don't know how to tell you this. No, they really do hate me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just awful. I don't know. He was floating this idea for, you know, every account should cost $1 in these certain countries. Like, didn't he want to make uh, Twitter like $1 a year in India or something? Recently, a couple of months ago. I don't recall. It's, he said a lot of things very frequently, so he it's very hard to keep track. But I mean, most bots, people think bots are just like only fans advertising, but a lot of it, I think, is stuff that flies under the radar where like movie companies yeah, like hire bot farms yeah. that go, oh yeah, I saw Marvel's super amazing movie, yep. bra, skull emoji. I think half the people you communicate with on Twitter aren't real, like actually a person anymore. There are leaked documents from companies hired by Universal and Sony and all of them. And they're they're people, either people who it's their job or scripts. And all they do is go on Twitter, 4chan, Reddit, and just stealthily, their whole job is to stealthily drum up hype and go, oh, that's a good movie, but it really reminded me of this one. And that one was really good, too. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What's with the fart comments on on YouTube? I notice a lot of botted comments saying like my farts are better than Charlie's or something. Is that a? <laughs> it's just a meme. You just read that, that in the chat, yeah? That, yeah, that's just well, I read everywhere. I read that in chat, but I've definitely seen it on your videos. Yeah, well, because that's one of the big botted ones. Yeah, that, that's on everything. You could probably find it on Andrew's. Yeah, it's too. been you on mine as well. Everywhere. Yeah. It's why? So fucking dumb. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because it gets them attention. What is it advertising? If you if you follow if you follow the chain, it gets them attention. Like people might see that and then click the channel name, and then there's an advertisement oh. for something, shit like that. Yeah, that's annoying. You know, we're in an attention war. That's that's what the Netflix memo said with Fortnite, where they said Fortnite's our biggest competitor because they steal attention. You know, that's where we're out of at. all four of us. Who do you think has the best thoughts? <laughs> Probably you. You reckon? Mm-hmm. Not Kaya. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Ooh, With all not? those hospital constipation stories and all the things you talk about eating, Kaya, you're like last. Dead yeah. last. Yeah. No. What? Okay, that was one time my butthole was plugged, but other than that, <laughs> it should tell you my tummy is fucked up a lot. Yeah. I don't want to smell that. The point, right? Which means gas. Yeah. If your stomach is fucked up a lot, then you don't then you don't want to smell that. And when Jackson farts, he giggles. That's a known character trait of Jackson's. It means <laughs> yeah. they smell good. I blush. Yeah. You go, teehee. Oh, did you mean nice farts? Yeah. Yeah, whose fart like, farts smell the best? farts smell the best? Jackson, 100%. No, yeah, who's, Kaya who's farts you want to smell? That's not a contest you want to win. What? Of course it is. It would be such no, a cool party people's eyes to water. No, you'd be, you'd, it's a cool party trick. Like, hey, s- smell this. And then you fucking rip a nasty big yeah. fart, but then it actually smells good. If Jackson was here and he went, yo, Andrew, mm. check this out. And he farted and I go, mmm, raspberries. I would be yeah, some, get, like, uh, at get, first I'd be kind of like, ooh, but then I'd be like, mmm, that was cool. You'd be like, wait, wait a second. Yeah, do it yeah, again. Yeah, okay. And then I shit myself. The shit doesn't smell good. <laughs> no. If I fart in your face, I want you to convulse. Because that's what a man does. And that's why you're dead last. There you go. Yeah, you don't want to spread love and cheer and joy. You want to to spread pain. Kaya's farts are aggressive. Jackson's are wholesome. Kaya. What? My cat's going insane. All right, let's let's wrap. Yeah, we got to wrap. I got to wrap. 
yeah thank you guys for hanging out and thank you everyone at home for listening patreon.com slash the official podcast for bonus episodes bonus content red threads coming out later this week next episode of red thread coming out later this week and criminally stupid most recent episodes up already you can go check it out uh we got links below uh charlie did you want to shout out i saw you uh premiered your D stuff do you want to shout that out yeah, the skill check our D and D campaign is now fully online. Episode two is this Wednesday at eight. Awesome! It's Me? just on your Twitch, Twitch and YouTube, right? Yeah, well, there's a separate channel for it too, just called Skill Check Show. That's for like the full hey, 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 thing oh. and a couple other stuff we're doing. Okay, hey, okay. sweet. Yeah, my cat's trying to jump over my monitor. All right, yeah, you go check that out. Uh, links below, and thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye.